DJ and PK, it's time to welcome in Big T, Thurl Bailey. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. Smart Rain, state-of-the-art smart irrigation controller, helps with first-class water management. Visit smartrain.net to learn how to save 30 to 50% on your commercial properties, water costs, or call 877-346-3333. Big T, good morning. What's going on? Long time no talk to. Yeah, well... College football is slowing down. The Jazz are picking up steam. People are excited, have high expectations. Now, the last time the Jazz came home for a long stretch of games, things didn't go exactly as we expected. The time before that, things didn't go as expected. I'm looking at the schedule. They had five in a row at home, and they lost to Indiana and Miami. Everybody's disappointed. Came back home. For four in a row, lost the first one to New Orleans. Now, since then, they've won seven in a row. They swept a road trip and looked good. I think a lot of Jazz fans are thinking, this is going to get great because they're going to play six in a row at home between now and Christmas. Is it really going to get great? Or like the last two home stands, is there going to be a step backwards? What are you thinking? What's the vibe? How are you feeling? Where are you getting at, DJ? Where are you getting at, man? Are they better on the road than they are at home? They come home and think it's going to be too easy, and then it's not. Yeah, there's always that. Um, I, you know, as much as I've been around this team and basketball itself, and there's no guarantees, obviously, but there is something to um, noticing a, a change, a difference. You know, I, I think when you talk about the streak, I'm not sure you you get that streak. I don't know if my expectations were they were going to come out of the block and just beat everybody. Um, but they struggled early on, right? They won some games, but, you know, they struggled with games, I think, you know, on paper at least, they they probably should have won. But I don't think they get to where they are now without realizing what they needed to do. And I think that switch was really flipped after that second New Orleans Pelicans game um, when, you know, they talked about it. Donovan stepped up as a leader and talked about what he needed to do to change, how the team needed to to be better defensively and, and offensively. The shots would fall if they can create enough of them. Um, but defensively, they were just lacking in, in, in what they needed to do to keep other teams from, from going on those runs. So, you know, I, I don't think I, – I think they'll have times when they'll struggle again. But I think consciously now this team has really – something's really happened collectively um, that they're just playing well. Yeah, you can play well and lose, but if this Jazz team, with all the weapons they have, and uh, and you know, two great, two really good rim protectors, um, you know, I, I think you'll see a different Jazz team than you saw, you know, on that that home home that first home return. It is the holiday season, Mister Bailey. Hey, so- PK. <laughs> 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 so, what I would like to see, I think this would be way cool, because, you know, basketball is entertainment, right? You've got this deep, just beautiful voice. Oh, so, there you go. So, in the next game, you just broadcast it and act like you're the voice from uh, Mr. Grinch. You're a mean one. That one? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you're talking about? People would just roll over laughing. <laughs> I think that's your favorite song. <laughs> and, you know, I looked it up. Who you? you know, I don't know if you know this. I do know it. The vocalist? 
Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah, he's named Thurl. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, the voice of Tony the Tiger. They're great. Remember him? Yeah, of course, yes. And you knew it. You already knew that he, you shared the same first name. And that's the only two guys on the planet that I know have that name. Come yeah. on. You were made for this. You got to drop it at some point in this holiday season. You know you do. You might be right. <laughs> when nobody's expecting it. <laughs> Maybe when a ref makes a bad call. Well, you're going to be broadcasting the game on Christmas night. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like a call a ref makes. Yeah. You're a mean one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. I am so on board with this. I am co-signing this 100%. I give this 10 hot dogs out of 10. <laughs> yes, I mean, you were oh, built man. for this, man. That would be awesome. God blessed you with this amazing voice. and I mean, you're a dead ringer for it, and you share the same first name. I mean, that's incredible. You were meant to do this. Doesn't get any better than that. Does. No. You got to tell Travis <laughs> if there's a foul, I will, I will tee you up because he's going to need a cue. Tee up tee. Exactly. Uh, and you'll say, you let your voice get real high like you did when you said, hey, BK, and cracked us up. And you'll say, a foul. And Travis will cut to a tight shot of the referee. And then you'll drop the, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, which I'm not going to do because it'll Don't pale in comparison it's to you. It's probably yours. better if a, if a player, it's one of the jazz players gets a technical foul. Okay. I know we can't, we can't bank on that, but. Well, ask Joe to play along. He'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Joe gets that it's entertainment. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Last week we had a Mike Smith, and I told him to work in that. You know that singer from Hawaii that the the guy was the obese guy? Israel was his first name, and he had that Hawaiian last name. And I told him on the postgame show, I said, work it in and get Alema to say it because Alema can say the name. And it's so cool in his Hawaiian accent, the way he says that guy's name. The guy's a beautiful singer. And he, uh, Mike said, yeah, okay. I said, well, how can I do it? I just say, come on. Mitchell's been in a phenomenal streak. Just say his jump shot now is as pure as that Hawaiian <laughs> singer's name. And he did it. He did it. He did it the other night. And they've been winning. So, of course, you can joke around and have fun when you win. We in the media have learned never joke around when the team is losing. That doesn't work. But when the team is winning, have fun with it. And so he dropped and he got a lemon to say the name. So now my mission is to get for you in this holiday season to drop the Mr. Grinch voice. And I, I just think that You're it's... You're selling it. Yeah, selling it's entertainment, and the fans will love it. The listeners will love it, I promise you. <laughs> and you may, they may even throw it on SportsCenter or something. <laughs> so, oh, man. Now, with that not in mind... We haven't talked in a while. <laughs> now we can get back to basketball. All right? I mean, I can, I can drop a basketball question, too. I, I don't know how much players look at standings... But after that, you already referenced that that New Orleans loss, and that Graham hit a phenomenal shot. Good for him. So be it. Uh, but I'm wondering, the team knew that. Okay, we got to get we got to get get going here. How much do you think the fact that I mean, they unto themselves they know they got to get going, irrespective of what's going on. But we see the two teams at the top pulling away a little bit, and maybe the Jazz are thinking, hey, we don't want these guys to get too far ahead of us here. We want to be you know seven eight games back. Uh, so do you think that had any incentive beyond what they need to do themselves to make sure Phoenix and Golden State don't get too far ahead? 
No, no, I, I don't personally. Um, not from what I listen to the coaches say when we talk to coaches and we talk to players. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't want to. I mean, you, you kind of let your play do the talking for you. I don't know if you, you you don't focus on the standing, especially this early, right? You just go out, you take each game, and you win. I know it sounds cliche-ish, but you just uh, you play your best basketball, and you see what happens. And um, I think the Jazz are are kind of in that groove. They went through a rough patch there for a while. Now they're coming, they're kind of ascending and and clicking and playing well um and again you know they're going to run into some some buzzsaw teams right uh and 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 teams that are just fighting to survive a play to be a play-in team or or what have you but no i think the short answer to your question is no i I don't think they they look at the standings and say wow we can't let these guys get too far ahead that that's a given almost right when you lose games you you know, you don't watch the standings every day to see how far you're dropping. You just try to go out and win the next game and and uh, do what you can do. Worry about what you can control. So Rudy Gay is impressing us. Not so much with the play on the court, although he is impressing us with that. But it, I think a more expected, uh, maybe how quickly and how well he's fitting, a little bit of surprise there. But... We listen to interviews with the Jazz, and we just don't listen to guys be interviewed that often with other teams. And I'm hearing him drop nuggets, and I'm and I, maybe you know Thurl, I don't. Maybe he was like this, you know, in his early 20s. Um, but if he's anything like most of us, you know, we're different at 32 than we are at 22. And and PK was just, PK and Jake were talking about a, a line he just dropped and how impressive it was. And like a week before that, he was asked about fitting in with the Jazz, and he answered the question not by answering it, but he gave a great answer. He says, "Well, coach has a plan." And when he said it, I thought, "Well, he's been by a coach by someone." He sat in the locker room and thought, "This coach doesn't have a plan. <laughs> we are all over the map." <laughs> you know, he had touched the stove and it had been hot. And so he gets here. Quinley's out of plan. He says, oh, "Okay, I see what this guy's doing." And I'm just curious. We we worry about how big a team is, how fast a team is, how how well a team shoots the ball. But but how much of the winning equation? is having guys who can sit in the locker room, hear the plan, and think, that plan makes sense. This guy's plan makes sense. Because when he said it, he was answering the question, but it wasn't the way anyone expected him to go. Well, first of all, the plan doesn't work unless you can sell it. <clears throat> right? I mean, I think Quinn Snyder is a, a genius. All the, the, the things that go through his mind and that he's, he's tried to sell these players over the years to get to a championship. Um, and and of course, you know everyone has to buy in. I mean, I, I guess you don't have to buy in, but you know, if if you're looking, if you're really gay, and you know you you've decided to come to this team for whatever reasons that aren't necessarily about money, you want to win, right? And you you know you've seen this team, you've seen how they operate, you've seen. Um, the roles that different players play on the team, and then you see yourself fitting into that. So uh, I think Rudy did all that before he even decided to come here. He knew that there was a plan, it was, and he bought into it. But, um, and now he's, you know, he, now that he's healthy and ready and, and playing, 
um, he's continually buying into it because he knows what his role is. So, so yeah, I think Rudy's in a place in his uh, in his career where he he gets it right. He knows that you know it's not necessarily about him, but it is about him and the role, important role that he's going to play on this team to try to bring a, a ring to this state. And so, um, you know, when you look at the Jazz teams last year and year before, what's been missing? Uh, I, I think that, that Rudy Gay piece is amazingly a good fit for the Jazz just because of who he is and his experience and his size and his ability to to stretch the three and play the five on occasion and be out there with Rudy and play the four. So, um, yeah, I think he gets it. He knows that there, there's some ingredients here that, that he's a big part of. And he's been in this league a long time, as we all know, and he's played well for a long time. So when I look at him and his contributions that he makes, I'm not surprised at all because this is what I expected. So he's delivering on what the anticipation was that he would be able to do. The surprise in the addition column comes to me in the form of Hassan Whiteside. I did not know what to expect. I knew he had some good times in the league, and he's had some down times. I did not know he would be this good, this valuable. How about you? Um, I think it was a question mark for. I think we knew how good he could be. Uh, you know, obviously this is up to him. And I think there was there was a learning curve there, as it is with most new guys who come into a system that they've only seen from the exterior. Um, but his ability to to just play basketball now and understand and, uh, and what the Jazz are trying to accomplish. Um, is showing. I mean, you know, specifically, <clears throat> you know, in the Jazz's last game in in Washington, um, it, it, just for him to be able to come in, regardless of how many minutes he plays, um, you know, he comes in and is is an impactful player because he's coming in for a guy who is already a great defender, right? And so now you've got to find your way and your relationship with the guys you're out there on the floor with, pick and roll and all those things. Um, Hassan, is he's got a lot of ability, and I think he's even going to get better as the season goes on as he learns how to stay in games and, and not get in foul trouble in a short amount of minutes. But, my goodness, what a luxury to have two big. That's what I'm excited about because, you know, there was a while that we weren't talking about bigs in the league. We are talking about them being a dinosaur and playing small ball for everybody. Right, so you know, it's just refreshing to have two guys who are impacting the game, kind of in an old school way, but but doing their thing to you know to to bring again get the ultimate goal here, but just bring a championship. So there's some good pieces there, with, with obviously two really good bigs. All right, Thoreau, we could talk to you all day long. We could also listen to you sing about the Grinch all day long. (laughs) I suspect you have more to do than just chat with us, but we'll have you back on the show, and we'll see if the Jazz have piled up a bunch more wins before then. All right, guys. Big T, we appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. All right. Bye-bye. Big T Bailey, watch Jazz games and see if he breaks into the Grinch. He's got to, doesn't he? I hope he does. Oh, Man, I want him to do that so badly. Mike Smith played along. He dropped Goliath in a game recently, and it was hilarious. 
Now, you had the Mike Smith, but we were going to play it, but we didn't play it? Yeah, I didn't get it in a timely fashion, but I've got it, and we are going to play it. You still it. have it? I, I think I do, yeah. You still <laughs> haven't sent it. Might as I know. well send it. I know. Next time we have Mike on. That, yeah, that's the next time that it would be appropriate, yes, exactly. And Thurl has got to do. Yes. Come on, Thurl. He's got to do the Grinch. Do it. He, do it. it, it do I it. had no idea that the guy, the original guy, was also named Thurl. I didn't either. I didn't know that. That's funny. And that's a funny, knew it. funny footnote. I don't know how many people there are named Thurl running around. Two. Now nah, there got to be more than two, but it's not a common name. Got to be more than two. I'm going to name my next kid Thurl. <laughs> Gonna be an ex-kid. <laughs> <laughs> that. Come on, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. We just talked about Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> he had a kid when he was in his 70s, man. You're not, you're not doing then that. Then, like Tony Randall? And what was the what was Dick Van Dyke's best movie? <laughs> <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would say Mary Poppins, but I disagree. No, and that says it all, right? <laughs> all right, DJ PK. Coming up, Dylan Colley, former he BYU wide receiver. Done. Joins us in about I'm 15 minutes. I'm just getting started. <laughs> you are not. Joins us in about 15 minutes. And we'll talk uh, Independence Bowl with Dylan coming up. And we'll also talk Kalani contract with him. DJ PK, it's 97.5, 1280 The Zone.